Finding your major is important, but I think that's only the tip of the iceberg. How you leverage that major and learn is what really matters. This is part two of our interview series with Dr. Jen Price, who is the founder of Me, a company that offers career help to high school students and individuals early on in their careers. If you missed part one, be sure to listen to it first as we went over the first two letters of her famous EDGE method. And in this episode, we're going to be going over G and E, G standing for gain experience and skills, and then E standing for evolve and emerge. Welcome to Declassified College. Choose your fighter. Fight. I'm Justin Wynn, and in each episode, we will unlock a cheat code to help you navigate college so that by the time you walk across that stage, shake your president's hand, and grab your diploma, you have a job. College is a game. If you don't learn how to play it, it's going to play you. Yes, G is gain experience and skills. And so what I find with G is that's, that almost mirrors the time that that you are about to enter into the workforce, you know, as you're starting to intern in college, as you're starting to work part time and even earn that and even secure that first job out of college where, where you're just gaining skills. You're learning how to communicate with your coworkers. You're learning how to maybe start leading others. Uh, you're learning about, you know, what what is it that it, what do you need to have to, to, to excel in your particular career field? And so that's just that that point where you are really gaining experiences. And so in some cases, you're gaining experience or or skills through just an internship, as I mentioned before. But it's really where you are hands on. In some cases, it might involve talking to someone who's in that field, which is called an information interview. And sometimes, let me just say, those information interviews could lead to an internship or even a job. And mm-hmm. information interviewing oftentimes mirrors or it's kind of like beginning networking. You know, you're starting to make connections in the field that you're considering. You know, what is it like? What is a day in the life like for an engineer, for an interior designer? What does it look like to be an architect? And you're seeing that up close and personal. And that's, I think, very helpful information to help in terms of deciding if something is a fit for you. You could read about it in a, a book or on a website, but it's not the same as actually being there, interacting with people and trying to do that work yourself. Definitely. I think there's no other experience that is better than hands-on, whether you're shadowing someone, you're sitting down doing the work, whatever it may be, being in that place where that action or that job is being done is incredible experience. And that is what every student should be striving to. And I think most students do. And I know this is going to be the question that every student is asking as they're listening to this, but how do I get that first experience? Because that seems to always be the hardest one, whether you're looking to get an internship or you're looking to get that full-time job offer post-graduating, the requirement seems to say, oh, you need experience in XYZ or you need one to five years of experience. When you're still in college, you don't have that experience. So how do you get that first experience to really catapult the rest of your career? Great question. Um, the first thing I would say is if you once you are in college, it's time to be strategic. I mean, you want to start trying to build relationships, start beginning some of those things that are classified as networking. You know, you definitely want to have a LinkedIn profile, uh, something. Um, I, know, I know you may have one that is personal, but something that 
uh, well, in terms of being on social media, there may be some personal accounts, but also having something more professional on LinkedIn and beginning to network, going to job fairs or career fairs, internship fairs, talking to career services and, and being in touch with them and finding out what their opportunities are. Um, one of the things that, depending on what your major is, it may be a part of your degree plan. And so that the university will facilitate that process in many cases, but other times you're on your own. And so really being proactive and talking to career services. But then I've also had students do things in the past, such as kind of sit down and talk about, well, what is it that you're interested in? And then essentially cold calling someone who's doing what they're doing and, and, and just kind of coaching them on how to make that cold call and just say, hi, my name is John, and I'm really interested in doing this one day. And, and it may start with talking with the receptionist. But the reality is most adults, um, older adults, they really like to talk about themselves. <laughs> Definitely. And so if you, if you just say, hey, can I come talk to you about what you do? You know, I'm trying to learn about career opportunities. Can I just have a conversation with you? Whether it's vir- at this point, it's probably going to be virtual because of COVID-19. But just to start with that conversation, and that's actually what I did, you know, when I was in high school, um, I actually, you know, approached a Walgreens pharmacist and said, hey, can I observe you for 10 hours? And then when I was old enough, I went back to the same pharmacist and applied for a job as a cashier. So I worked in a pharmacy as a cashier. That was my first job. And so it was a great way to see if I really wanted to do that career field or not sooner versus later. And honestly, if I would have listened to my gut back then, I would have saved myself a whole lot of heartache in organic chemistry. Oh man, the the horrors of organic chem that I hear from all of my friends <laughs> who are on the verge of trying to become doctors or chemists mm-hmm. or whatever it may be. But I think I think what you said is perfect, right? You you need to really do all of these things and gain the experience because without the experience, you don't actually know what you're going to want to do. And yes, you can talk to as many people as you want, and you'll learn some things when you're talking to these people. But when you have that real life experience, that's what really says, okay, I really want to do that. Or mm, maybe not. And maybe sometimes it is just a gut feeling and you might ignore it at the beginning. But ultimately, that gut feeling is probably what ends up coming out at the end, similar to how it did with you and how you switched from pharmacy to sociology. Now, again, when it comes to gaining skills and experience, some people might say, well, that sounds amazing, but I can't do that, especially with everything going on. What do you say to that student who just full-heartedly thinks that they can't go out and dial the phone, they can't go out and meet people, and there's no way that they're going to get an internship, whether it may be because their grades are low or their circumstances, whatever it may be? Well, I mean, I, I, I'm one of those supporters of do it even if you're afraid. And so even though you know I'm experienced in my field, there are still moments where I feel uncertain. I feel afraid. You know, can I really do this? Uh, am I bold enough? Am I smart enough? Am I talented enough? And I just, I just take that step anyway. <laughs> and, and and my heart might be pounding, and I'm terrified, but I do it anyway. And so, sure, you could do some practicing with a friend in terms of what will you say. And and if you start to freak out, I tell students to say, "Hey, could you hold on for just a moment?" And then you put them on hold, and then you freak out. <laughs> and then you get back on there, get back on the call and keep talking. But a lot of times you can use your parents' network um, or your friend's um, parents' network and just say, hey, who do you know, mom, dad, that is in this field? And can you make an introduction to your friend? 
And, and so that's a great way to, you know, take some of the edge off because it's someone that you already know potentially or someone that wants to help you because they have a relationship with your parents. And so that's a great way to I've seen students be able to get internships that way. Like one student, she um, she knew she wanted to be a vet. And so she ended up talking with her mom's friend uh, who had her own vet clinic and the information interview turned into an internship. And the other thing is, I would like to say is, please consider the non-paid internships just as well. I know, I know, we all want to get that change. We want to <laughs> get paid. We want the bag, but sometimes, you know, you just have to start at the bottom. And, and it's about really getting that experience, and and then they might be able to write you a glowing reference letter that will open the door to something that's paid. Exactly. I mean, with the paid, with the unpaid ones, I say always try to find the paid ones first. But if you're going to be doing nothing, right, and, and getting paid nothing anyway, might as well be doing something towards your career and not getting paid doing it. Now, going off of E, D, and G, we have the last letter of E, evolve and emerge. Talk us through what that means. Yes. And, and I feel like that kind of happens a little bit later in the, in the career, you know, after you've tried different things, you've worked in different in, in different settings, maybe you've worked in for a couple of companies, uh, I think this is kind of where you move into that space of, of where you're refining your career pathway, where you're really honing in on how do I really want to spend the rest of my career and how do I really want to make an impact on this world? I mean, first of all, when you start, you might have a job, you know, something that pays the bills, something that's giving you skills. But when you think long term, that's what I'm talking about when I say career something that just excites you um, and this is what you really want to do. And I feel like that particular piece, it takes some reflection. It takes um, kind of looking at what you've accomplished and looking at your experiences and deciding what you want more of. It it involves being proactive. And so in some cases, you might uh, work with a coach to identify kind of what that long-term career plan is. And, And even just today, I was talking with someone on LinkedIn and we were just talking about how your employer might have goals. Employer may have goals for you, but it's important to set your own career goals for yourself. And so mm. I think that that coaching is helpful to help tease out what those goals are that you have for yourself and not just what you have for with a particular employer. And, and the other piece to that is you might decide at this phase of your life, in this phase of your life, that you might want to start your own business or your own nonprofit. And that's kind of where you're creating your own way, your own pathway. And so it could still be working for someone, but you just have a lot of clarity around what kind of organization is a fit for you, or it could mean creating your own business or nonprofit. Yeah. And I think the evolve portion is very important for that one reason that you said at the beginning of you may start off with just a job, but what you want to end up is with a career. And I think we don't do a good job of even myself and especially universities of differentiating the two. We tend to use the two intertwined, but I, I agree with you that they're two completely different things, right? A job is something that you do, you learn the skills to pay the bills, but your career, that's where you really get that fulfillment. You get to evolve and you really get to make an impact while hopefully making some money um, doing that as well. So I, I love those two explanations that you, that you just went through right there. But with this book, this amazing concept around the edge method, where can people find it when it does release later this year? 
it's, it's releasing it in August, and I, I am making it available early, pre-selling it. And so for right now, I would invite you to follow me on Instagram at Dr. Jen Price and other social media outlets uh, like Twitter, and also look for me on LinkedIn, and I will announce specifically a link that you can use to access um, that book. And I'm actually doing a book and t-shirt combination, so that's very exciting as well. Perfect. I love that. So I have one last question for you. What is a question that you wish that I asked you? Well, I think um, the question would be, you know, how did you get to where you are today? And I think I would ask, I want you to ask that question because my story is really unique. I mean, I come from a, um, I'm a first generation college student. I come from a single parent home, but my single parent was my father. Wow. And he raised four girls. And so that was interesting in terms of him having to, my mom passed away when I was seven. And so he had to learn how to cook and clean and, and try to figure out how to comb our hair, which he never really quite mastered that. <laughs> Let me just say. And so he taught us some important lessons, like, you know, that we can do anything we put our mind to. Uh, and so, you know, I, I'm one of those people who is who, who just sees possibilities. And one of the things when I was growing up, I heard, I knew I was going to college because that was the expectation. But I didn't know how we were going to pay for it because, you know, my dad didn't have a college degree. Well, he had an associate's and he had a welding certificate and he worked in utilities. And so I knew that college was the next step, but I didn't know how we were going to pay for it. And so I started in seventh grade looking for scholarships oh, wow. because I knew that I needed scholarships to be able to go to college. And, and someone told me that it wasn't possible for me to get a full ride scholarship. Um, to go to college. And that was the wrong thing to tell me. <laughs> and I was very determined. And I looked for scholarships and I wrote, a, went to the library, wrote scholarship foundations, asked for applications, read over the applications so that I knew what I needed to do in terms of grades and involvement, in terms of serving, so that I could become a, a, a winner of those scholarships. And it paid off to the tune of me earning a bachelor's and a master's degree from the University of Texas at Austin hook them horns um, <laughs> on full ride academic scholarship. And so don't let anyone tell you what you can't do. And if you really want something, it's not always about being the smartest or the most talented. Sometimes you win just because you don't quit because you're so determined. You do whatever you have to do um, in terms of, you know, just taking those baby steps sometimes, but what, just keep going toward, just keep walking towards that dream that you have. And don't let anyone tell you that it's not possible. Another day, another cheat code, and you're on your way to defeating the level that we like to call college. If you've liked any of the cheat codes that we've given out, please hit that subscribe button and give us a review on iTunes. Each review helps us grow and make sure that more people learn these tips. We love to hear from you all, so make sure you check out our website, www.getchillgrindup.com, and follow us on all social media platforms at Get Chill Grind Up. That's G-E-T-C-H-O-G-R-I-N-D-U-P. So until next time, peace.